Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. Not really going into the Christmas story, although it's been good. It's been a beautiful, you know, I, I love the Christmas story. So many things we've been able to uh, bring out about that in the month of December. But I want to end 2023 on a different note. It's been a good year. Folks, I do thank you for everything, your participation, your giving, uh, how whatever you've done for Safe Haven Tabernacle in 2023. Thank you so much. Thank you for all that you've done. And uh, it's been, I believe, uh, a good year in so many ways. But I'm looking for great things in 2024. I think it's always nice. You turn a page, it's like a brand new start, like a fresh start. So, uh, But it's been a good year, and I thank you for all that you have done in uh, 2023. But uh, I'm looking for greater things in 2024. I want 2024 to be greater than 2023, and I I'm already looking for it. That, that little angel sleep in my wife's arms will be part. She'll become a Jeffries in 2024. I think that's great. I'll have another granddaughter in 2024, and and Cassandra is able to have no labor pains, no morning sickness, no none of that, and so that's the upside in uh, of it, and so. But anyhow, we're looking forward to addition to our family in that, you know, so, but just great. Just be, it'd be great. All right. Chapter, Luke chapter 2, verse 40. If you found it, would you stand with me in honor of God's word? Verse 40 it says, And the child, this is talking about Jesus now, grew. And waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been with the, in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they had found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions." And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business and they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. I believe the Apostle Paul wrote this book to the Hebrews, um, though it doesn't bear his name, but I think it's agreed by most that the Apostle Paul wrote it. But notice in chapter 2, verse 1, it says, 
Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Okay? Chapter 11 of Hebrews, chapter 11 and verse 6. Chapter 2, he says, you know, we need to take the mercy earnest heed. We need, we need to be careful. We need to be conscious, uh, you know, under, that, that we don't let them slip. We don't let things get away from us, okay? In verse 11, he says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, all right? He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For a few moments, I want to talk on, is something missing? Is there something missing? All right? Is something missing from your life? I want you to ask yourself that. Am I missing something in my life? Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we love you this morning. What a privilege to be in your house today. And Father, we thank you for this church. Thank you for this congregation. Now would you bless our time as we center our thoughts on your word. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Father, guide and direct our uh, message today that it might penetrate someone's heart. Draw somebody into a closer walk and relationship with you. Anoint us, we ask, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Is something missing? Now, when you look at this story from Luke chapter 2, we move from the Christmas story and kind of fast forward over a lot of years to where the point where Jesus is now 12 years old. So we don't have a lot of information what took place between uh, his birth and the flight into Egypt probably happened when he was around, uh, or he came. They came back after Herod had slaughtered the babies, and and he gets to be about two years old. But still, from the time that he's a toddler till he becomes twelve, we don't have a lot. Those are kind of silent years. And then from this story on into the beginning of his public ministry, we don't hear a lot. Um, but we find this one from uh, taking place between that his birth and him becoming a man, his manhood. But Mary and Joseph and the family had traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover. And so you got to kind of get the setting for this. It's crowded. There's lots of people that have filtered into Jerusalem for the same thing. This is a huge occasion. This is big. This is bigger than the Romney Peach Festival. Okay. Bigger than the Burlington Aptal Harvest Festival. This is big. I mean, talking about huge, massive amounts of people filtering into Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. And so people came from all over, and Jerusalem was crowded. It was crowded. Would have been easy to have been lost in a group like this. And so here after it, they, after the Passover's over, uh, Mary and Joseph, their family, they're all traveling back to Nazareth. And they make it about a day's journey and realize Jesus isn't with them. They're looking around. They're, you know, Jesus, the oldest of their children. They probably have other children by now. Jesus has brothers and sisters or however many in the family by now. And so Mary and Joseph look around and they realize 
Jesus isn't with us. So they're traveling with other family and friends. It's, it's safe that way. It's, they're in a big crowd. It's safe. And they assumed that Jesus was there. But he wasn't. He wasn't there. And let me, let me clarify something. This does not mean that Mary was not a good mother. Okay? We just clear the air right now. It, we find out from, the, uh, from this angel's salutation at the birth of Jesus that Mary was highly favored of God. This in no way casts a shadow on Mary or even gives an idea that Mary and Joseph were unfit parents, that they were neglectful. You know, I mean, we're not talking about parents today that leave their baby in the car with the windows rolled up and not talking about that. This has nothing. They assume that he was there traveling in a big crowd, a lot of people. You know, it happens. If you ever got separated from your children, parents, you know, it happens. I, we were we were down in uh, at Pigeon Forge or in Gatlinburg one time. We were uh, we were on hikes. My sister in law liked to take us to see these waterfalls, and you know, so we go on these nature hikes, and and so we we had a group, you know, it was our family plus their family and a bunch of kids, and we look around and where's Nathan? Where's Nathan? You know, we're panicked. Nathan's not with us. Nathan was, uh, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And we're, we, uh, we all took one route. He decides to take another route. We're hollering for him. Don't hear him. Don't see him. You know, of course, we thought, well, we still got Joel. You know, it's, uh, you know, what's one, one out of two, you know. But uh, but we had, we had to find him. In a few minutes, we found him. He was safe. We got him back, and everything was okay, you know. It didn't mean we were neglectful. It just happened. Okay, any of you parents, you know, you get separated in a store and it happens. So, but they search for him for three days. They come back to Jerusalem and they're looking for him. And of all places, here's a 12 year old boy, the Son of God, the Messiah, and he's in the temple talking with the doctors, scholars. Uh, religious leaders asking them questions, and they were amazed, the Bible says, at his understanding. And so here they find him. And uh, probably the closest we get of any kind of scolding, it's like, Jesus, why have you done this to us? We are concerned about you. We have looked everywhere. And Jesus was not being disrespectful He's simply stating, I must be about my father's business. Why, why would you look for me anywhere else other than in my father's house? So I want you to ask yourself, we look at those verses from Hebrews. said, so we got to be diligent, give the diligent heed to the things that we have heard, that we have learned. We need to, and God's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. I wonder this morning if there's something missing in your life. You look back over 2023 and you think, you know what? In 2023, I hadn't been so good at doing this or that, whatever it is. In the business world, they take the time to look back at how their profits were, how things, how much they produced, and how much, you know, in the corporate world and our, our factory, you know, everything about the last quarter, the last three quarters, last four quarters. How did we do? Are we progressing? Every, every factory wants to get better. They want to produce more. They want to sell more. They want to be worth more, you know. And so it's always looking back. I wonder, when you look back on 2023, what was I missing? 
what was I missing? This is like a, a, you know, we come up on a new year, and it's perfect with it being tomorrow. You have an opportunity to start all over again. This week you have how many hours again, brother? 168. You got 168 hours. I thought that was really good in Sunday school. You got 168 hours. You subtract the 40 hours you're going to work. You subtract the eight hours you're going to sleep per day. You subtract some of that. You know, you subtract those things you got to do. What are you going to do with the rest of your time? I thought that was a good question. How much time are you going to waste on the internet? How much time are you going to waste on some of this other stuff that we get involved in? How much time are you going to spend with God? How much? What are you missing? Maybe you say, in 2023, my prayer life hadn't been what it should have been. I really didn't spend the time in prayer that I should have in 2023. Maybe you're missing it. Maybe you need to go back and find out where you left off and get back your prayer life. You know, even five, ten minutes is better than not praying at all. We got some young kids that are getting up and praying before school. What's wrong with us adults? Come on. A few minutes before you got to leave for work in the morning is good time spent with God. You got to develop a relationship. I appreciate, too, Brother Hughes bringing out the difference between working for God and having a relationship. You know, I like to see some people really bear fruit in 2024. And you know how you bear fruit? It's through a relationship with God. There's a relationship between the vine and the branch and the root, the stem. And there's got to be a relationship with us and God in order for you to bear fruit in 2024. And it's through a prayer life, folks. You need a prayer life. You need to be praying. Along with it, how much time are you spending in God's Word in 2023? How many chapters? If you, had to, if you had to be asked, how many chapters have you read? How far have you read through the Bible? I'm not saying you have to read it in one year. There's sometimes, Some days I can read more than I do others. Some days I can read a few chapters. Some days I can read several chapters. Sometimes, So I don't always, but you know, there's enough apps and there's enough guides on the internet. You ought to be able to find something to direct you in your Bible study. We need to give the most earnest heed to the things that we have learned and been taught. and been, You know, we've got to give the most earnest heed to it, but you can't give heed to it if you've not been doing it. You need to get into the Word. You need to get your Bible out between church services. You know, that means on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and again on Sunday, you need to be in the Word for yourself. You're going to grow spiritually. It's got to be in the Word. And at least even six verses is better than no verses at all. One chapter is better than no chapters at all, but you got to read something. And you say, I don't understand it. I still like the analogy about the uh, running the water through the sieve or, or whatever it is, the strainer. The strainer, you know what? And maybe the strainer doesn't catch any water, but at least the strainer's clean. When it's got water running through it, at least the strainer's clean. Hey, and you say, hey, I didn't get much out of that book of Judges or something. I did some, or one of those, uh, the book of Zephaniah or something. I really didn't catch anything. I didn't get it. But you know what? At least you're in the Word. 
at least the strainer's clean. And you know, it's a time for loud, to allow the Lord to speak to you through his word. It's amazing how many times you can read something and then see something in a different way. Get into the word. What else? Maybe you've lost in 2023 your desire to be in God's house. Wouldn't 2024 be a good time to say, hey, I'm going to be in God's house every time the doors are open. Revival, church cleaning, kids crusade, vacation Bible school, whatever it is. I want to be found in God's house. You know, we start a new year and I wonder, what if in 2024 Jesus comes back again? What if it would be? It didn't happen in 2023 yet. It's not over yet. But what if in 2024, it's the year that Jesus comes? And I've just been half-hearted about being in God's house. Eh, it's easy for other things to come up. Oh, look out there, and it's raining this morning. I'll just stay in bed. You know what? He wants us to be faithful to his house. I understand. Please, I understand. Things come up. I've been on vacation, too. I've been sick, too. I understand all of that. But you know what? It becomes easy to make up excuses for not being in God's house. It becomes easy. And once you start missing, it's easy to miss again and miss again. And you say, huh, maybe I need more of a desire to be in God's house. I want to be in God's house. I want to be faithful. Maybe in 2023 you've lost that. It's time to get it back. We want to see you here. We want to see your smiling face in God's house. We want to see you be faithful to God's house. How about your burden for the lost? Maybe in 2023, I've lost my burden for the souls. And I need it. 2024. If we're not concerned about the lost, who will be? Come on. We have opportunities to invite people to our church. And I, I know it's, it's a difficult it's, it's a difficult age to be able to turn people loose on the streets and go door to door. You never know what's behind doors when you knock on doors. You don't know what you're going to face. But we've had opportunities to bring people here. We need a burden for souls, folks. You realize your loved ones that aren't saved, if Jesus was to come back at this year or if they were to die without Christ, they'd be lost for eternity. Who's going to be concerned about them? Maybe we've lost our burden for souls. Maybe, let me hurry on because I'm going to close. Maybe we've lost our joy. Maybe we've lost our peace. We, maybe, maybe we've lost our happiness. Maybe we've lost some of those things. Folks, it's time to go and get it back. And it takes some effort. Mary and Joseph had to go three days' journey trying to find, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? He's where you left him. Maybe you've lost some. You've lost touch. You've lost your relationship with him. It's time to go back and get it. Do you find You follow what I'm saying here? You've grown cold. You've grown lukewarm. It's time to go back and get it. Or it's too late. Go back and seek him. Go back and find him. Just a few more hours left in 2023. It's time to make a difference. Come on. You know, you've just become run down. 
You become overtaken with everything that's happening. I know it. I fall into that same thing. I'm overcome. All the things burdened down with work, burdened down with all the, the, the things that happen on a day-to-day basis. I get on and off this treadmill, you know, like the little little hamster just riding around, and I go miles and miles and get on and off at the same place, and we're tired. But you know what? It's time to make a change. Go get him back. Go get that relationship with God back and say 2024 is going to be different than 2023 is. You know what? I'd like to see us say, God, I want a deeper walk and a deeper relationship with you. I want to grow fruit like I've never grown before. He wants us to grow fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. I want a deeper walk and relationship. I can't leave the house until I've spent time in prayer. I can't leave the house until I've spent time in God's Word. I can't leave. I've got to be in God's house because I've got to have something fresh. I've got to have something new. Go back and get that desire again. Go get it back. Something missing? Is something missing in your life? It's time to make it right. It's time to make some changes. It's time to get it back. I want to ask for every head bowed and every eye closed, just for a moment. And you say, yeah, Brother Jeffries, you're right. Something's missing. I feel empty inside. I just feel like I'm missing something in my walk with God, and you slip your hand up and down and say, yeah, pray for me. I'm not saying you're lost. I'm not saying you're backslid. You just say, hey, you covered, you touched on something. I've been missing it. I'm missing it in my life, and I need to make some changes, and I want 2024 to be different, and you say, yeah, Brother Jeffries, that's me. That's me. I've fallen short, and I'm missing it. I just needed somebody to point it out. I'm missing it. Anybody at all, you slip your hand up and down and say, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. I just haven't prayed like I should. I haven't read my Bible like I should. Thank you. I just haven't. I've just not been as close to the Lord as I should. I've just, I've just kind of grown cold. I've just kind of grown lukewarm in my walk with God, but I want this year to be different. Anybody else, you want to slip your hand up and down and say, yeah, that's me. Pray for me. Father in heaven, I thank you for your word. We know that your word is truth. Help us today. For those that raised their hands and others that, that didn't, would you point out those areas in their life that we fall short and you want us to go back, find out where we left off, and start over again. Help us, we pray. Meet us now as we gather around these altars, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you come, church? Come on, come on. Let's find a place around these altars.